welcome to the Guys From Podcast, just two guys answering the internet's questions. I'm Sean Cordingly. And I'm David R. Smith, and once again, we have no question today because it's time for our annual movie preview podcast. Yay! Yeah! This is always this is always a fun one because I get to learn of movies that I didn't know were coming out, and we get to talk about all the movies that Sean knew were coming out that are on my list. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty fair. Also, like because you're not as into comic book stuff, uh, yeah, there's more divergence on the list. Like I'll be talking about some of the comic things, and you'll be talking about some of the other fun stuff. So yeah, so and that is that is the trick. Like for anybody who has listened to any of our podcasts before, they know that I'm not as big into comic book movies as most people, and so <laughs> we literally added a new contributor to talk about superhero stuff <laughs> yeah so that's more jeremy so, and i i don't have to talk about it as much so like there are movies on sean's list that i saw the titles as i was prepping my list and kind of went yeah it'll probably be good but i don't have enough of a backstory yet to get to that yeah and that's totally fair yeah but for those of you who want us to talk about these movies they will be on sean's list more likely than not uh, yeah there's a good chunk of them except for well, I don't want to spoil anything, but we'll get to it at the end. If 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 we've missed anything, then I'm... Well, okay, just let me ask. Is Venom on your list? No. Or Spider-Man? Uh, I didn't know there was another Spider-Man movie this year. Yeah, I think there was... I think in December there's another Spider-Man movie coming out. That's super fast, considering the last one came out in June. Right? Uh, yeah, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, it's an animation. Oh, yeah, uh, Marvel Animated, I don't really yeah. pay attention to. No, I, I was just looking at lists and I just, or at movies that were coming out. I was like, another Spider Man movie? Because I agree. Like, Homecoming came out a year, not even a year ago. No, like, June. Yeah, it came out last year, but midway through the year. So, yeah, I yeah. was just, um, I was a little surprised by that too. But Venom is coming out, and that's a, like, that's a, a Spider Man world, right? Yeah, it is. I'm, so well, I'm assuming unless they do, like, Venom Knight or something like that. Right. So. so technically it's a comic book type movie, but I didn't think that one was on your list. It's not. I'm not a big Spider-Man or Spider-Verse guy. I'm not. I've never really been a fan right. of Spider-Man, uh, and Venom's just kind of an extension of that. Although I'm intrigued. I think Tom Hardy casting is really interesting. Right. So cool. But, yeah, that that will not make an appearance on my list. Fair enough. Okay, well, there you go. So now we know. We are doing but more movies than usual. We are. But fewer movies than we've ever done on the movie preview podcast. Exactly. Because we kind of were crazy before trying to... <laughs> well, it's just like we went by date, right? And we talk about so many different things that... Mm-hmm. I would talk about weird foreign films that you'd never heard of, and we'd go month by month, and there'd be so many things, but then we'd get to September, and nobody knows what's coming out yet, except for the big tent poles. Yeah, exactly. Like, we we never talked about The Darkest Hour, or The Post, or, uh, what's another one of the, The Shape of Water, or yeah. Lady Bird, or yeah. like any of the Oscar pictures that are going to come out in that stupid window they all come out in. We don't know what they are yet, so... no. No, so so this time we just decided we would each pick fifteen because it's more than our standard top ten. But we yep. also can't talk to them, talk about them in as much detail. No, because in some cases it's just like we have a rough idea or maybe a log line, and that's yeah. that's it. So yeah, exactly. So we're kind of going based on that, which has actually affected some of my rankings. 
because some I know less about than others. Yeah, that's totally fair. So movies that I find intriguing, I'm like, well, it's one line. It's one line on IMDb, so I don't know much beyond that. So I can't put it at my number one because I don't know more than just a quick little tagline, but it sounds cool to me. Yeah, and that's that's totally fair, and that's what this is. And yeah. I hope that's what people who are listening and who have listened to the other two understand mm-hmm. by now, that that is what we do. So if this yeah. is your first time, welcome. We are going to be talking about a lot of big movies coming, and I am going first because anyone who has listened to this podcast knows what my number one is if they know it's coming, because yeah. it's obvious. Yeah. Dave brought it up when we first started talking about our lists, because he's like, well, this is your number one. What else do you have? I'm like, exactly. yup. Yup. So, Yeah. However, in a cruel twist of fate, and by cruel I mean awesome, we both have the same number fifteen, and it is the Meg. Oh my god! I had no, I had not heard about this movie until today, because literally I did my my prep work just before we started recording this. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. And I was just kind of going through all the list of different movies that were coming out, and I saw the Meg. I was like, "Well, that looks interesting," but I'll just kind of put it down at the bottom of my list just in case I find fifteen other movies and that one can drop off. And it turns out. It did not drop off because it looks pretty awesome. Yeah, it's it's just... Uh, we've been talking about it in the horror community. Like, when I was still at iHorror, I was talking about The Meg a little bit because we were hearing rumblings and there were a few promotion stills and that sort of stuff coming. Okay. Uh, but for those who don't know anything about it, The Meg is due to come out in August, and it is literally a big-ass shark movie. It is mm-hmm. about a megalodon... So a 70-foot shark, and Jason Statham has to confront his fears of sharks to save people trapped in a sunken submersible. Yeah. It sounds like a big, dumb, action-eat shark movie, and hopefully with some horror, it'll probably be PG-13. So, big, dumb, summer shark movie. The Meg, I'm in. And that's... I, I. I'm not surprised that this one was on your list, because I know how much you love Jaws and shark movies. Yep. Love shark movies. Yeah, and this one, what a cool concept. Like, I'm looking on IMDb right now, and I don't know if it's the poster or just, like, a a shot, but, like, there's a girl surfing, and then there's the Megalodon behind her, and he is enormous compared to her. And it's awesome. Oh, yeah. Back on the iHorror Instagram, if you go way back, you can find, like, a promotional still from when they were shooting, and it's a giant shark that is almost as big as the boat they're on, (laughs) like, coming out to attack them. It's really That's pretty cool. awesome. So yeah, yeah, it looks really fun. Like you said, it's a gigantic shark movie. It's you know people trapped in a in a submersible. So like, it, there's a combination of you know running out of oxygen and dying in a watery ga- grave or getting eaten by a shark. Like there's a lot of potentials on this movie, and yeah. I feel like it could be really fun. Uh, fun well, fact: I believe it is slated to come out on my birthday. Uh, I think it is. Yep. Yeah. Uh, expected August tenth, twenty eighteen. So apparently. Yep. The day I turn 35, The Meg comes out, which is going to be awesome. Happy birthday to me. (laughs) Hollywood's looking out for you this year, Dave. Right, exactly. Mm. (laughs) It's about goddamn time. (laughs) Finally, something for me. (laughs) Uh, Cool. Uh, Did you have anything else you want to talk about The Meg? Nope. Neat. My number 14 Mm -hmm. is The Happy Time Murders. Okay. I am so excited for this. It's the the rough description, again on IMDb, which yeah. 
according to IMDb, this movie comes out a week after your birthday, so oh. August. Busy month for Sean. Yeah, no doubt, hey. When the puppet cast of an 80s children's TV show begins to get murdered one by one, a disgraced LAPD detective turned private eye puppet, that's right, all puppets, takes yeah. on the case. I am stupidly excited for this. That does sound pretty funny, or fun. It's directed by Brian Hansen, Jim Hansen's brother, who runs the Hansen Workshop, so it's going nice. to be Muppets. That's awesome. And the first four cast members listed are Elizabeth Banks, Melissa McCarthy, Maya Rudolph, and Joel McHale. That's that's some pretty impressive voice talent right there. Like, it's a Brian Hansen puppet movie, but it's also like a crime mystery. Yeah. Yeah, of course I'm in. Right? Yeah, that one does. I, I do dig the sound of that one. Like, it was on my list. I didn't realize it was puppets. I just was kind of like, oh, yeah, that's an interesting concept for a movie. But then kind of like, because I just kind of glazed past it on another, on a different site that I was on. I was right. like, oh, yeah, okay, that, that sounds like it could be all right. But, man, it, uh, like, the more the more you talk about it, the more I'm like, yep, that does sound pretty great. If it was just a random puppet thing, like that, that Czech movie, Strings, if it was okay. just random puppet, yeah, just, just accept that I said that and move on. Okay. If it was just random puppets, I don't know that I'd be that excited, like or as excited. It might not have made my list. Right. But because it is Brian Henson, like it's the Henson company, I'm like, oh, man, comedy murder mystery done by Brian Henson. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. No, that does sound uh, that sounds pretty great. So, so that uh, is my number 14, The Happy nice. Time Murders. Okay. My number 14, which is slated to come out on October 26th, is called Overlord. Okay, sure. Uh, so according to MovieInsider.com, which is where I found out about it, on the eve of D-Day, a group of American paratroopers are dropped behind enemy lines to carry out a mission crucial to the invasion's success. But as they approach their target, they begin to realize there's more going on in this Nazi-occupied village than simple military operation. So, I don't know what the concept is. I don't even really know the, like, many people involved in the cast. Like, I, I've seen a couple of them in, in, like, little things here and there. But, and literally... The IMDb description is the two the story of two American soldiers behind enemy lines on D Day. That's okay. Pretty pretty small. So I mean, it's it's hard to get an idea of what it's about. Which is that's the one I was alluding to when I said that it was high on my list because I don't know exactly what's going on with it. But right. it sounds like it's a war movie and it could have some other like espionage feel to it, like action, sci-fi, horror, thriller, war, mystery, like. Those are all kind of the, the the genres according to IMDb. So it so all point, of them, yeah, yeah. For for it is a movie of everything, right? So it's kind of a catch all at this point. So I don't know what is coming of it. So it it could be one of those ones that ends up being really bad because it, they're trying to do too much. But it has potential to be interesting, and so that's why it's on my list. But that's also why it's my my number fourteen. Totally fair. Mm-hmm. And your number 14 was? Oh, sorry, Overlord. Yeah, we're sticking with it. We started yeah. it with the top 10 from last yeah. year. Let's 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 do it. Overlord, October 26, 2018. I feel like we should add dates if we can. Okay, sure. Yeah. Uh, well, I won't have to worry about it with my number 13 because it is higher on Dave's <laughs> list. So we will talk about it then. Dave? Okay. Well, then, let me go back to my number 13 is... 
slated to come out on February 9th. I keep wanting to say 2018, but we already are in 2018, and we know that because it's the movie. Kind of the point. <laughs> um, the movie is the 1517 to Paris. Okay. Basically, it's the it's the story about those three Americans who foiled the terrorist attack on that plane or on that train uh, going to Paris. So the the terrorists came on with the AK forty seven and the guys basically shut him down. Um, so it's a story about those guys. I mean, literally, it's American soldiers discover a terrorist plot on a Paris bound train. Huh. Okay. So I again, I don't know a lot about it. Oh, interesting. The cast is uh, Jenna Fisher from The Office, Judy Greer who plays um, well, she's in. Archer, but she's also Archer. from Arrested Development. She played Kitty. Uh, Jaleel White, Urkel's in this movie. Finally. Tony Hale, like, there's, it's a weird cast for a, like a... Non-comedy. Uh, yeah, but it's directed by Clint Eastwood. Oh, strange. Okay. Yeah, so I'm very curious about this movie because it's, like, it's a Clint Eastwood-directed movie about, like, a very, um, like, American heroes, but it's also got a bunch of comedic actors in it, so I'm curious to see how this is gonna go oh fair um, enough so yeah like i i just think it, it could be it could either be a really good movie because i mean clint eastwood generally directs pretty good stuff um generally i'm gonna i'm gonna put that there but it could also be very bad but it could also be a tearjerker so it's it's kind of up in the air again it's why it's higher up on my list so uh my number 13 is the fifteen seventeen to paris february 9th cool Mm-hmm. My number 12 is Tomb Raider, expected okay. the 16th of March. Kay. I have high hopes for this. I'm hoping they do a good, like a video game justice. It is, it's Lara Croft. So it's the independent daughter of a missing adventurer. She has to push yeah. herself to find the island where her father disappeared. And there will be like an adventure mystery on it. Okay. Uh, they're going with the reboot of Lara Croft, so it's not the like '90s Lara. It's the 2014 version, which is brutal and gory and hard. So, yeah, cool. I'm just um, hoping who, it goes well. Who's Lara Croft? Sorry, I'm I'm hoping it does well. I'm yeah. hoping that they. I I'm actually hoping that they kind of stick to the video game because it was a very good story. So, okay. And it's Alicia Vikander. Um, Alicia Vikander? Yeah. I feel like I should know who that is. Uh, you... Did you see Ex Machina? I did. She was Oh, yeah, the yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's the beauty about having... About doing this list is we just perpetually have IMDb open. So that oh, way yeah. it's like I can just bounce from one to the other. Um, interesting. Okay. Like... I didn't dislike Lara Croft Tomb Raider when I saw it. Okay, sure. It's just, I, I'm not quite as, again, like, it's a video game movie. I'm not quite, like, it. I saw it and I kind of went, ah, oh, yeah, that, that could be okay. But to me, in my mind, I was just like, it's another reboot of another franchise. Um, Pretty now, much, but if they do it well, that it's kind of like a female-led Indiana Jones. Sure. Yeah, but so, more, I mean. But dark. Yeah, so so I it could could be very it could be fine. I'm just like it was one that I was like ah yeah I think there's other movies I'd rather see than that. But That's like fair. I'm not I'm not necessarily poo pooing it. I'm just kind of going okay yeah. Like I I hope it does well, and if it's really good, then I will definitely be excited to see it. It's just it wasn't one that grabbed me. No, that's totally fair. So yeah, yeah that is 
that is my number 12 Tomb Raider, and the date was March something? March 16th. Okay. My, I've got, like, some weird, like, historical ones in here. My number okay. 12 is Chappaquiddick. Okay. So, basically, it's a it's a biography, drama, historical drama. Um, Ted Kennedy's life and political career become derailed after he is involved in a fatal 1969 car accident that claims the life of a young campaign strategist, Mary Jo Kopechny. So, it's basically just, like... Anybody who is familiar with kind of that American political history uh, is familiar with that situation with with Ted Kennedy and Mary Jo Kopechny. Yep. Um, and so this is just kind of surrounding that story. It comes out um, April 6th, 2018. Um, okay. Uh, Jason Clark, who is also known for doing such things as... Zero Dark Thirty and Everest and Rise of Planet of the Apes and apparently Terminator Genesis. Uh, he plays Ted Kennedy, and I feel like he'd do probably a pretty good job. But, like, uh, Kate Mara plays Mary Jo Kopechny. Um, Ed Helms is in it. Bruce Dern. Jim Gaffigan, of all people. So. Okay, sure. Yeah. Again, like, these movies that, like, what is Jim Gaffigan doing in a movie about Ted Kennedy? But if he's the right guy uh, for the part, he's the right guy for the part. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so it's just, it's a it's a historical drama, and it could be very interesting. I think, um, you know, I don't know a lot about the history at that time, but I feel like this would be a very interesting and compelling movie. So, plus I like that cast. Like, I love Kate Mara, and I, I really dig um, Jason Clark and the things I've seen him in. So, yeah, like, I'm... I'm I'm curious to see how this movie goes. Yeah, fair. So that was my number twelve, Chappaquiddick. It comes out April sixth, twenty eighteen. Cool. Yeah, I I saw that and I'm like, ah, I want to know more about it or like see a trailer first before I get excited because I know the story. I've read like books about the Kennedys. Yeah. So interested, but yeah, we'll see. Sure. Yeah. Uh, my number 11 is simply at the moment titled Cloverfield Movie. Okay. It is another film in the Cloverfield universe. We mm-hmm. know very little about it. We almost never know anything about the Cloverfield movies until they come out. Yeah. They are very rarely connected to each other, so it's not like I need to see the other ones, but I have several times. Sure, because you love this... those movies, right? Yeah, I quite enjoy both of them. The rough description we have at the moment is after a scientific experiment aboard the space station involving a particle accelerator has unexpected results, the astronauts find themselves isolated. Okay. So to me, it sounds like a survival horror on a space station, and I love those. Gee, that doesn't sound like something you would get behind. Interesting cast, a a very diverse cast. Okay. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, If, like, uh, Daniel Bruhl who you might remember as the Nazi sniper from Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chris O'Dowd. Okay, uh, yeah. Zhang, David Oyelowo, John Ortiz. Like, so it's, yeah, it's just, it's a, I'm intrigued. It's a story that I really like, and it's in a universe that I usually quite enjoy. And the rough date they have on it is April 20th, but it's Cloverfield, so you never really know. They kind of just flex around, and then when they're done, they come out like, months later right so, yeah yeah that's uh roughly titled cloverfield movie 
Yeah, the one that I saw, it just had it as Cloverfield seven two twenty seventeen. So I was like, okay. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, <laughs> like so. And that was the thing is even on these lists, like I'm just looking uh, on MovieInsider.com. Like there is some towards the like later on in the year where it's just like um, untitled new line horror film coming out September seventh, and like um, there's another one uh, untitled Paramount event film. Like at this point, you don't have anything. Literally, it's just like there is a horror movie by New Line expected to come out sometime in September. Yeah. Okay. Cool. That doesn't give Not us a lot much. we can do. Yeah. So. <laughs> Maybe that one will be on my list once I figure out what it is, but you just don't know what it is yet. So Exactly. Okay, so that was your number 11? Yes. So my number 11, I'm not sure anybody who knows me and has listened to some of our podcasts is surprised. It's Robin Hood. <laughs> because I like Robin Hood. I like the Robin Hood mythology. And they did such a bunged up job with the, the Russell Crowe one that didn't amount to anything like it was supposed to be a prequel to the robin hood story that everybody knows and then nothing ever happened because the first one did so so badly yeah they just didn't do any more um this one is slated to come out september 21st 2018 um director is otto bathurst yep who has done peaky oh he did some stuff on peaky blinders and black mirror so a lot of his stuff i think is tv but like some really edgy cool stuff and that's what it said it's like literally the tagline on imdb is a gritty take on the classic robin hood story so i'm like okay so So, it'll be like an an inner city kind of idea probably robin hood yeah yeah um so taron egerton is playing robin hood but um jamie fox is playing little john so that's kind of a cool thing like you know what uh like with it being inner city having a, a black little john could be kind of fun um tim Minchin as friar tuck like that could be very cool like um the sheriff of nottingham is ben mendelson and yeah so like a, a decent cast of people who i i am familiar with but not overly familiar with sure um but it's robin hood and i always appreciate i mean it's one of my favorite Disney movies. I love Robin Hood, Men in Tights. I even dig Robin Hood, Prince of, Prince of Thieves. Like, I like Robin Hood. And yeah. so if there's a new one, chances are I will go see it. So I'm very excited to see how this one turns out. Fair. Again, I don't know, and I'm a little gun-shy after the last Robin Hood. But, you know, in the year where it seems like they're rebooting all kinds of franchises, maybe this one will be a decent reboot. So we'll see. Well, I don't know that it's so much a reboot as, like, a reimagining of the story, right? Sure. Yeah. I guess, yeah. That's that's what I mean. Because, like, there are some that are, like, for instance, and I mean they're doing remakes or, like, yeah, remakes of movies. Like, they're doing a, a an animated The Grinch Who Stole Christmas. And yep. I think it's computer animated, not, hand, like, classic animation. They're redoing Scarface. So there's a new Scarface coming out with Diego Luna. Um, there's a, there's an Ocean's 8 movie coming out where it's all females doing a heist, which is kind of a cool concept. I saw a trailer for it today. It looks okay, but it's just like, okay, so that's kind of a reimagining of the Ocean's world. So now it's just like, I'm just hoping that Robin Hood is one that does well and doesn't fall flat. No, fair enough. Yeah. Mm. 
Sorry, Robin Hood. Um, I just took a drink there, and I was like, okay, it's my time is done. And then expected 20, uh, September 21st, 2018. There you now go. Now you can now, go, Sean. <laughs> now drink. Now yeah. enjoy that water. Sweet, sweet water. Do it. My number 10 is Widows, expected 9th of November in the UK. Okay. It is set in contemporary Chicago amidst a time of turmoil. Four women with nothing in common except a debt let, left behind by their dead husband's criminal activities take fate into their own hands. Okay. It is directed by Steve McQueen. That is why it's on this list. That's fair. Because okay. I love Steve McQueen movies. <laughs> Both Steve McQueens, but the director is quite <sighs> yeah. wonderful. Yeah, I feel like the dead Steve McQueen would actually probably have done fairly well by sliding into a directorial role. He could have, yeah. But it's hard to say at this point. But yes, I know I have seen very little of Steve McQueen stuff, but I also know that he's done some phenomenal stuff. Brilliant. And it's because he's a visual artist, I think. Like, that's what he comes from, is he comes from the art world, so he makes really cool shit. (laughs) Yeah, which Uh, definitely helps. Um, And you want to talk about cast? (laughs) Yeah. This one's got a pretty good one. Uh, Okay. Liam Neeson. Okay. uh, Daniel Kaluuya. Kaluuya. I can never pronounce his name right, but he's awesome. Uh, He's the guy from Get Out. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, Joe Barenthal. Nice. Colin Farrell, Elizabeth Debitsky, Michelle Rodriguez, Viola Davis, Robert Duvall, Lucas Haas. Jeez. He gets good casts. uh, Yeah, he does. And, like, some people, like, Lucas Haas doesn't do a lot. Like, he does a lot of indie films now, but it's nice to see him. Like, the last thing I remember seeing him in was Inception. But That's fair, yeah. Um, And it's written by Gillian Flynn. Okay. Who wrote Gone Girl. Oh, nice. Okay. Cool. Man, that is that is going to be a great movie. That's Widows? Right? That, yeah, it's called Widows. So that's my number 10, Widows, expected the 9th of November in the UK. Great. Okay. Wow. You go from Widows, you're number 10, and I go Super Troopers 2! <laughs> sure. I mean, I love... Super Troopers. I love that movie so much. It's one of my all-time favorite comedies. It's just, it's it's so good. Um, yeah, no, it's been, fun. I love the first fun. one. Yeah, I know you do. Like, you have it on DVD. Like, I know that you, that you enjoy it. So, like, it's a fun movie. It's one of those ones that kind of, every time it comes on TV or every now and then, I'll just pull it out of my DVD wallet and just, and, and put it on because I just, it's so fun to watch. Um, I, st- I still don't know how they were able to chug syrup like that. Oh, God, seriously. That scene in the, the diner where they, like, have a chugging maple syrup off. Yeah. And, like, we're Canadian, so yeah. we put maple syrup on everything, <laughs> and that's disgusting to me. Yeah, that just, I mean, those guys, that that is that is um, dedication, man. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so it's, it's, a, it's a follow-up they did. Club Dread and they did Beer Fest like Super um, uh, Broken Lizard have done things since Super Troopers but nothing yep. has been as successful as Super Troopers no not even and close they, they basically crowdsourced the money to do this one which is kind of awesome and there was just a bunch of people who really wanted to see a follow up so I I guess it's happening it is uh, expected to come out April 20th 2018 
the basic plotline is, when a border dispute arises between the U.S. and Canada, the super troopers are tasked with establishing a highway patrol station in the disputed area. So it's got all your your standard um, usual suspects, like Brian Cox plays O'Hagan, and Marissa Coughlin plays Ursula, and all the Broken Lizard guys. But it's also got uh, Rob Lowe and uh, Tyler Le... What's that? I I said awesome. Keep going. Yeah. uh, Will Sasso, Tyler Labine, um, Jim Gavigan comes back because he has a bit part in the other one. But also, Emmanuel Chicri... I don't know how to pronounce her her name. Sloan from... Oh, Emmanuel Chicri. Chicri, yeah. 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 From... uh, Entourage. Good Canadian girl. But yeah, she's from Entourage. So she's also in it. So it's just like, it's a pretty decent cast. And I have no idea what... How it's going to be. I'm... Again, it's like... Club Dread and Beer Fest, yeah, okay, they were they were things, but it's the second Super Troopers. But I'm also always concerned. Like I love Dumb and Dumber, and the the sequel to Dumb and Dumber was brutal. So I'm I'm that's one of the, another reason why it's fairly high on my list because I'm a little wary on a sequel that took this long to come out. That's why I, didn't I just make hope my they don't boondock it. That's exactly it. That's exactly why it did not make my list because I yeah. appreciate. And, like, I think you may like the first one a bit more than I do, but I love it as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just after Zoolander 2 and Dumb and Dumberer. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't know that I want this long time, like, this long gestating sequel. But we might get a Clerks 2, right? Exactly. Like, yeah. it could work really well, or it could just be fan servicey and terrible. Yeah. So. Uh... That's why, like, it barely cracks my top ten, just because, like, uh, yeah, it, it could be fun, but it could also be a complete disaster. So, we'll see how it goes. Totally fair. So that would, yep. yeah, that is uh, Super Troopers expected twenty April twentieth, twenty eighteen. Again, I don't need to say twenty eighteen, but I did. Well, you, you, you'll get there. It's okay. <laughs> the new year, you're just you're getting used to that eight. Yeah, it's there you go. Strange yeah. and round. Yeah. Uh, anyway, my number nine is Halloween. Sure. It's. I'm, uh, not, I'm not at all surprised that's a, that that's on yours. Yeah. Speaking Story. of rebooting franchises. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. It sort of is and can be used as, but also Laurie's back, meaning Jamie Lee Curtis is back as Laurie. Right. So it's like she's coming back for her final confrontation with Michael Myers. So Isn't like every it's Halloween literally movie her final confrontation with Michael Myers. I think there's literally one called the final confrontation. But yes. <laughs> okay. But this is David Gordon Green and Danny McBride with John Carpenter. Okay. Like John Carpenter who made the original Halloween gave Danny McBride and David Gordon Green his blessing to do it, likes the script and is doing the music for it. Oh really? So this has the original creators like thumbs up all over it and they're making Halloween again that they does just pretty awesome. started shooting or they were doing shooting oh man I posted a, a thing on the dark half plug 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 like a week ago yeah so yeah I am excited okay. and Judy Greer's in that too it's funny yes, how late there are movies like a person will come up a few times in the same podcast unbeknownst to us and all of a sudden it's just like oh this person's in this too 
Like, yep. we've had two Jim Gaffigan, two Judy Greer. Like, of all the movies that have, are coming out, we've got two starring Jim Gaffigan and two starring Judy Greer. How yeah. weird. <laughs> but it's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I don't know that there's much more I can say about it. I'm a horror guy, and there's a, a Halloween remake with the original creator being like, yeah, this is going to be great. So, yeah. I'm in. So it does Halloween. sound... Yeah. Uh, it does sound like it could be pretty fun. Um, like you said, it's it's like you are a horror guy. I saw that and kind of went, I bet you that'll be on Sean's list. So I also felt like I could not put it on mine. It's just Halloween is not my my go-to franchise when it comes to horror. But at the same time, if we're re-kicking, or if we're kicking off a new a new Halloween and we get kind of a run of Halloween movies, then I'm, I'm in. Let, let's do it. So Yeah, exactly. Or at the very least, I feel like as long as you've seen the first one or know right. of it, you basically know the story of Halloween, right? Right. You should yeah. be fine with this. Yeah, and that's kind of what I figured. So I, I, I think I'll probably end up going and seeing it and just, like, it's not one, like, like kind of like Cloverfield in that sense where you could probably just watch it without seeing everything because it's the same title but not necessarily all tied in together. Now, this one obviously is tied in because Michael Myers is involved in it, but and at the same Strode. time. Yeah. There's literally the zero crossover with the cross with the Cloverfield movies. It's just a universe. Okay, well, fair. Either yeah. way, just I feel like I don't need to watch every Halloween from 1978 till now in order to see this one. No, dude, literally watch the first two and you're good. Okay, great. Cool. Um, so that is Halloween, expected around the 19th of October. Okay. My number nine is The Incredibles 2. Fair. Um, I mean, really, I had to have at least one animated movie on here, and I loved the original Incredibles. Um, okay, it sure. Is, it is expected June fifteenth, twenty eighteen. Uh, when when I was babysitting for my my sister, I would go to their place, and once I put the kids to bed, they would have all kinds of like anim- computer animated movies on their on their TV. So I would generally just either watch Up or The Incredibles because they were both on there. Okay. Um, yeah. And it's been like the original one, I think it came out in 2008. Like it's been about 10 years since the the original one came out. Yeah, I think so. So, it's it's time and you know, I I saw like a little teaser for it recently and just went, "Oh yeah, this is going to be good." So, I'm excited to see how things have kind of evolved for the family and I think it's going to be fun. Um Samuel Jackson is back. Holly Hunter, Catherine Keener, Bob Odenkirk, John Ratzenberger, Craig T. Nelson, uh, and then everybody else I don't really know. But, <laughs> like, that's a pretty good voice cast right there. Sure, um, yeah. It's also written by Brad Bird and directed by Brad Bird. So, you know, Simpsons royalty, that's pretty awesome. So, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I think it'll be fun. You know, it's it's... It's The Incredibles. It's another animated movie. I think it'll be fine. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. So that's The Incredibles 2, expected June 15th, 2018. Yeah, that's fair. I wasn't a big fan of the first one. Is like, that right? just, it didn't, Yeah, it didn't click for me. Okay. It, like, I, I appreciate the fact that it's good and it's well-made and it's well-written and stuff. It's just it, it was not one of those animated films where it's just like, oh, this is the best. Sure. Yeah. So, yeah. And cool. I mean, th- there are other movies other animated movies that have grabbed me more like yes. in toy story uh, maybe not toy story because i feel like they ended up at perfectly on the third one but like i know there's a fourth one coming out and maybe that one will be there but like there's other ones like the toys when i found out toy story 3 was coming out i was pumped 
That's fair. So, yeah. like, it dep- like this one, I'm not as pumped as I was about Toy Story 3, but I'm still, I enjoyed it enough that, that I was like, yeah, I'm pretty excited to see the second one. So, that's that's why it's on there. Well, and all of that said, like, my next film's animated, too, in okay. a completely different way, because my number eight is Isle of Dogs. <sighs> okay, so, little source is... of shame here. I forgot about this one. Uh-huh. Um, I've seen the trailer for it. It looks amazing. Uh-huh. And when Sean put it on, there was like, I don't, I don't know that one. And then he's like, it's the Wes Anderson one. And I was like, what? And then I looked, it's like, oh, God damn it, yeah. Oh, no, I remember this one. <sighs> yes. So that one looks awesome. It's a Wes Anderson movie done in the animation style of Fantastic Mr. Fox. Yeah. It is set in Japan. Isle of Dogs follows a boy's odyssey in search of his dog on an island of dogs. The cast, yeah. speaking of voice casts, is yeah. incredible because it's a Wes Anderson movie, which means yeah. Francis McDermott's in it, and Scarlett Johansson, and Brian Cranston, and Lee Schreiber, and Edward Norton, and Bill Murray, and Tilda Swinton, and Jeff Goldblum. The Goldblum is obviously in this because he obviously. has to be. Yeah. Harvey Keitel, F. Murray Abraham, Ken Watanabe, so, uh, like Greta Gerwig, you know, the, the woman who I'm hoping will be nominated for a, a Best Director Oscar. Yeah. Who, made Lady Bird. Like, it's it's decent. Yeah. Is Jason Schwartzman in it? Because I feel like he does everything that Wes Anderson does. I would imagine he is, but he's not on the first IMDb page of cast, because the cast is that big. Yeah, that's fair. So, yeah. Isle of Dogs, man. Yeah. I am no, super I... excited for it. It's Wes Anderson. I'm excited for every Wes Anderson movie. Yeah. I'm glad that you pulled this one up because I would have been really disappointed had we both forgotten it. Once I saw it, I was like, damn it. Yeah. Why isn't that on my list? But like I said, it was just like I was going through before we started recording and then the name didn't ring a bell. And so I didn't click on it because like, okay, whatever, Isle of Dogs. And I remember skimming past it, but didn't think anything of it. And as soon as he said that, I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. Right. Dang it. Yeah. Yeah. So it looks really fun. I'm glad you, I'm glad you got that on there. So that is my number eight, Isle of Dogs, expected the 23rd of March. Okay. My number eight is three seconds. It is expected August 17th, 2018. Busy month. What's that? Busy month. I will obviously be seeing the puppet movie on that day, but. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Three seconds. uh, An ex-convict working undercover intentionally gets himself incarcerated again in order to infiltrate the mob at a maximum security prison. Oh, neat. So, There's literally a Korean movie with the exact same plot that's already on Netflix. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I will watch it and that. let you know how great it is. Fantastic. And then, uh, yeah, it might be like an Infernal Affairs style remake. Okay, that could be cool. Uh, this one has uh, Ana de Armas. I'm not overly familiar with her, but it's got Rosamund Pike. Uh, Clive Owen Common. Um, yeah, so some pretty decent actors. And, like, I mean, it's a it's an espionage movie. It's a movie about, like, being undercover in a, in a prison. Like, I'm pretty big into, into movies like that. So yeah. I like the concept of it, and I think it could be really fun. So, um, again, I don't know a lot about it. I just think, you know, based on that tagline, it's like, yep, I am, I'm in for that one. So... So let's go. Let's let's watch some three seconds. August seventeenth of this year. <laughs> you almost said it again. I did. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> well, we have a lot of movies to talk about, so we're gonna take a break and then yeah. talk about seven more movies each, kind of ish. 
And that is going to be brought to you by Hydrovented Biochemicals Incorporated. Hydrovented Biochemicals provide amalgamated business solutions for the future happiness of mankind. Their latest development, Recessilated Pork-Like Meatworks, provides meat-like textures to your latest chemical compounds. Making a new lotion? Why not have it feel like fluid bacon? That's Hydrovented Biochemicals Incorporated. We put the friend into biochemical friend solutions. And we're back. And because Sean went first, I'm going to turn it right over to Sean. Yeah, my number seven is Pacific Rim Uprising. Okay. You really loved the first one, right? It's kaiju fighting giant robots. Of course I did. (laughs) I wasn't surprised. Uh, This is another one where I saw and kind of went, yeah, I liked the first one. It was enjoyable enough. Not one that I, like, it wasn't going to be high on my list, but figured it would be on yours. So I figured it would be talked about anyway. Yeah, it's a that. Sometimes I just want a movie I'm not thinking about, you know. Sometimes I just want giant monsters and giant robots punching each other, and that's Fair. exactly what I'm gonna get. And yeah. if they'd make another good one like the first one, where it's like I had a great time, I feel good, great, and that's it, I'm fine with that. Which makes perfect sense to me. It's um. Like, and like I said, I liked the first one. I enjoyed it. It, you know, it was definitely one where you could turn your brain off and just kind of go, yeah, okay, now exactly. what? Um, but sometimes that's needed. It doesn't all have to be the darkest Widows hour. And yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it can be just fun movies, and, and there's nothing wrong with a fun movie. And so it does, it looks really fun. And, well, I mean, the if it's anything like the first one, which I expect it will be. Uh, the trailer looks fun. It's uh, about Jake Pentecost. So the son of Idris Elba's character is played by John Boyega. Okay. Uh, and he reunites with Mako from the first movie. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Lead like the next generation of Jaeger pilots against the next evolution of kaiju. So they're cool. literally doing like it's gonna. It's like here's basically some twenty year old kids fighting tougher monsters. Awesome. Okay. Cool. Yeah. That I'm in. Let's do it. Let's let's watch that movie cuz that yeah, does sound and, really fun. And that's that's literally why it would make my list because sometimes I do want cuz I watch a lot of like every time we do it what we're up to and like and then here's this movie about the Holocaust from Hungary. Yeah. Uh and then here's one about suicide from Japan. Sometimes <laughs> I want to watch stuff punch things. And that's yeah. that's what Pacific Rim Uprising will be and it is expected on March 23rd, and that is my number seven. Cool. My number seven is expected on November 16th, and it is Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald. Grindelwald. Okay. I mean, it's it's a Harry Potter world, um, and I loved the, the original Fantastic Beasts. It took me a while to finally see it, but I really enjoyed it. Sure. Um, so just the, the... I mean, everybody knew that it was coming, like based on on the it, I'm not going to spoil it cuz the original one just came out a couple like last year. So if you haven't seen it yet, 2 years uh, ago. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yes. Not 2017, <laughs> but it came out in 2016. There um, you go. 
it yes anyway I yes so, sorry I just kind of lost my train of thought because I'm getting all distracted Dave, by what, D- Dave, what come time back of year. to me what's that Dave what come on what yeah there you go okay yep. I'm good go okay anyway anybody who's seen the end knows that it wasn't over and so there was more to come and so it was just a matter of when it was going to happen and so you get um, Ezra Miller is back and Catherine Watterson and um, Eddie Redmayne are back but you've got Jude Law playing Albus Dumbledore so that sounds like it could be fun like a young Dumbledore Grindelwald is in it again I'm not going to say anything because anybody who hasn't seen the movie doesn't want that uh, ruined but like Zoe Kravitz is in it um mm-hmm. yeah so it's just like it's a fun cast i think it's gonna be a really good movie and if it's anything like the original one just because it was like it was magical and fun and it's kind of like the star wars where now that we've got this world of harry potter you can do these these prequels because it's all just things that have happened and it's part of the the mythology and the folklore that comes along that creates that harry potter potter world right so we yep. know what the end result is but why not watch the ride as we go? So, uh, I mean, literally the tagline is the second installment of the Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them series, which follows the adventures of Newt Scamander. So that gives you nothing as far as a description, but people know about them and people know about basically what it is because it's a wizarding world. So it's it's just more wizardry, which will be really fun. So uh, it comes out expected november 16th and that's fantastic beasts the crimes of grindelwald neat mm-hmm. uh i'm not a big harry potter guy so did you see I, the, I will prob- did you see fantastic beasts i did yeah okay yeah i thought uh, you did because i was told that it might be a good place to jump into okay like into the universe with mm-hmm. and it really wasn't so okay, fair enough. Like I will watch this one. Yeah. With the hope that they actually get the pacing better. Sure. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we'll see. I mean, and it's not for everybody, right? Like you're nerdy about some things and I'm nerdy about other things and I just really dig yep. Harry Potter and you know, it's just, this is one of the things that I'm nerdy about. So I'm not offended if you don't like it. And I appreciate that you will see it because you've seen, you know, every movie ever made. So that's, <laughs> That's fun, but like I, I also expect that you're not going to be going to the theater to see this. You'll see it when it comes out on the movie channel. Oh, yeah, exactly. Once yeah. When it comes out, I'll PBR it. Like, I won't pay for it, but when I can see it, mm-hmm. I'll PBR it. I'll watch it, and like I said, like if they get the pay, because that was my main problem with the first one. I liked chunks of it, and I liked the idea and the concept and like the design. Yeah. But the pace was so clunky. Fair, yeah. So I just, I want, if they can take that world and make a streamlined, like, make a movie in it that doesn't lapse in on itself for mm-hmm. 15 minutes and then get good again, I I would appreciate it. So. Cool. Yeah, that makes sense. Anyway, uh, I guess I'm supposed to talk about my number six, except I can't. So <laughs> we'll talk about it when it comes up on Dave's list. So Dave, why don't you tell us about your number six? All right. My number six is probably and i can't say for sure but i'm guessing is the movie that is coming out the 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 earliest of all of them it comes out february 2nd so like two weeks from this being released yeah you got me beat yeah it's winchester ah yep um i saw a trailer for it the other day what 
one of the reasons why I'm so excited for this is because I didn't know a lot about. The, actually, I didn't know anything about the Winchester the Winchester Mansion. Um, oh, okay. I mean, I know about the Winchester rifles and that it's a like a, a famous rifle and and and, and ammunition company, but I sure. didn't know about the the mansion until Shannon was telling me about it a few months ago. We were on the phone. And she was telling me, and she and her brother went down to the States and they actually did a tour of the mansion, I think. Oh, and, cool. Yeah. yeah. And she was telling me about this as like, I've never even heard of this. And so I kind of looked it up and I was like, oh, that's cool. And then I saw that they were making a movie about it and I was like, oh, that sounds fun. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, the trailer just dropped a couple weeks ago because it's one of those ones like, you know, they're not going to pull out a, a trailer for Winchester during the Christmas season or before because nobody's going to remember. But as soon as the new year hits, it's like, okay, check out this horror-type movie that's coming out in a month, and everybody should enjoy it. And so I saw the trailer and went, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll watch that. So, I mean, okay, uh, so for those of you who are unfamiliar with it, I mean, the trailers have been everywhere, but if you haven't seen trailers for it, uh, eccentric firearm heiress believes she is haunted by the souls of people killed by the Winchester repeating rifle. Yep. So basically the idea is that, uh, yeah, for every person that the Winchester rifle killed, they haunt the souls of the Winchester family and, or haunt the, haunt the, the Winchester family. And so she built this house that has like weird secret passageways and like doors and passageways that goes to nowhere and everything to try and basically confuse the ghosts so that they can't haunt her. Right. It's got Helen Mirren as Sarah Winchester. Jason Clark is in this. Like there's a few decent uh, cast members. I don't know a lot of the cast, but the concept of the movie seems really cool. So when I saw the trailer the other day, I sent it to Shannon and we both got super excited and nerded out over it. So yeah, it's it's the the horror movie that is highest on my list, and it is Winchester, and it comes out February second. Cool. I that was shortlisted for me. Was it? I, uh, I I wondered if it would be. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was. It was definitely on my shortlist. It just got edged out basically. Okay. Have you heard? So, but I am anything about it from the iHorror community? From the horror community? Yeah. I'm not really in touch with iHorror anymore. Right. Right. Um, not really anything yet other okay. than the fact that they're like people are looking forward to it but okay. there's not a like i don't know if anyone's really gotten their screeners because it's still a bit too soon as of our recording this sure okay so uh but it should be pretty quick like by the time people hear this preview yeah there's a chance that some of my friends would have their screeners for it okay so then i'd have a better idea cool yeah i mean it it looks like it's fairly well made it's got helen mirren so you know, yeah. you would think that it would be pretty good, but stranger things have happened, right? But it, it still yeah. looks very, very good to me. So I'm, I'm very excited for it. And I figured it would the, be close to being on your list if it didn't make your list. Yeah, ba- basically it got bumped by the puppet murder mystery and the giant shark movie just because I was like, I want to talk giant shark movie and puppets. Which is fair. Those are kind of like, I know how you feel about shark movies, but how often do you get a chance to talk about puppet movies? Yeah, exactly. So... so. No, that's that's fair. I I can dig it. Cool. So my number five mm-hmm. is Annihilation. Okay. It is expected on the twenty third of February. Okay. It is the story. It's based on a Jeff Vandermeer novel, uh, who's a fantasy, some steampunky stuff. 
some uh, basically a genre novelist who I have read some of his stuff and quite like. Okay. Basically. Uh, and it's adapted and directed by Alex Garland, who made Ex Machina. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, and he also wrote 28 Days Later with Danny Boyle. Okay. It is about a biologist who signs up for a dangerous secret expedition to a place where the laws of nature don't apply. Hmm. Starring really? Natalie Portman. Love that. As the biologist. And then the rest of the group that goes in, I believe, is Tessa Thompson, Jennifer Jason Lee, Oscar Isaac, Gina Rodriguez, and Benedict Wong. Good lord. I don't know all those uh, trailers, people, but I know some of them, and it's like that's a good cast. When we are done, could like, did you watch a trailer for Annihilation? No, I haven't. Uh, when we are done, check it out because okay. I think you might like the concept of it. Uh, cool. Yeah, it's just it's. I don't want to say too much other than that. Like, watch the trailer if that sounds at all interesting to you. Okay. But that that combination of the novelist, the writer director. And that cast, mm-hmm. and then seeing that first trailer, I'm like, yeah, this this has the potential to be something pretty damn cool. Cool. So, okay. That is my number five, Annihilation, expected nice. the 23rd of February. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> my number five is expected May 25th, and it is Solo, A Star Wars Story. So yep. it's the prequel to Star... Uh, another prequel to Star Wars, part of the Star Wars universe, and it's chronicling Han Solo and Chewbacca's adventures before joining the Rebellion, including their early encounters with Lando Calrissian. Alden Henrich? Ehrenreich? Sure. There you go. Yep. Yeah, that makes more sense. Uh, the only thing I really remember him from is Hail Caesar. He played Hobie Doyle in Hail Caesar. And he was um, so good in it. He was so good in it. He was awesome <laughs> in that movie. He plays Han Solo. Paul Bettany's in it. Uh, Warwick Davis, Woody Harrelson, Donald Glover plays Lando Calrissian. So I really dig the cast. Plus it's like, it's Han Solo pre-Star Wars. So it's kind of cool to see him kind of getting into all that trouble that he did. And like, um, you know, maybe maybe we see how he got into trouble with Jabba the Hutt and all those guys. And like, it's there's just so, so much potential for this. And I mean, going back to two or three years ago when they kind of started rebooting the star Wars franchise. And we did a conversation about all these, the, the opportunities for all these different types of movies that star Wars can now do. And this is right. I don't know if we ever talked about this one or maybe it came up that it was happening, but just the idea that you can now have a movie that chronicles Han Solo before, and you can have a movie about all these different people before they be, were part of that main star Wars story is kind of fun. So yeah, sure. I'm really pumped for it. Now, you have reserve. Well, it wasn't on- It's not on your list. Nope. It's and not. was it even close? Like, was it even close to being shortlisted? It was, it was shortlisted. Oh, yeah, okay. it was shortlisted. Okay. Sure. Okay. It's still a Star Wars movie, so I'm yeah. still like, yeah, Star Wars. But, like, if Phil Lord and Chris Miller were still the ones making it, yeah. it would probably be two. Right. With Ron Howard taking over... I expect that it'll be fine. Sure. It'll be a Ron Howard movie. Yeah. Okay, fine. It'll like it'll be solid. But I don't I like I don't know what to expect and I we haven't really seen anything and I don't know Yeah, I don't know. It's just it's a character I already know right so well, especially cuz I have read the books. Sure. So it's just like, okay, I know all of that is taken out, so this can be something completely different, so I won't know the story. Yeah. But do I need it? 
I don't know. And right. that's why I'm shortlisted okay. as opposed to making my 15. Plus, it's not with puppets. So, like, it, Puppet Han Solo 2. I mean, maybe it will be with puppets instead of CG, but I doubt it. Like all the, well, I'm sure, I'm imagining Ron Howard will do a, a mix. That would be my guess. Yeah, but but who, who's to say? So, I mean, like, I'm pumped for it because it could be really fun. Also, yeah. at a certain point, I was scraping the bottom of the barrel for some movies to put on there. But... Although to be fair, be... it is your number five. Yeah, no, exactly. So it's not like it was like I would. I'm still very excited for it. It's just weird to me that it's coming out in May and not December because that is generally the Star Wars slot is December. Yeah, and May is gonna be rough. Yeah. There's there's <laughs> other things coming out at that point. Spoiler alert for later on in the podcast that could. It's just gonna be very interesting to compete. So well, to be fair, Star Wars is going to do fine. Like it, Star Wars will, it'll be one or two box office in May. Yeah, and like it, it probably is going to be one and two, and then everything else. Yeah, no, that makes sense. But it, so. yeah, I just I don't know, man. That mm, Ron Howard doing a Star Wars movie. Yeah, and that's fair not to enough. say I don't like Ron Howard movies. I do. A, a Beautiful Mind is probably in my top hundred. Apollo Thirteen's right. dope. But I just, I, mm, I don't know, man. Yeah, fair enough. We can't have all the same movies, otherwise this would be an even faster podcast, so. And boring. Right? Exactly. Although, I think one of our crossovers is next for you. It is, 100%. So Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and also, speaking of not being able to talk about movies, I can't talk about my number four, because it's higher on Dave's list. Dave? Sorry, <laughs> Uh, my number four is Mary Queen of Scots. Woo! Which was my number 13. Okay. It's a history. It's, I love that era of history. Um, yeah, me too. So I think it's, it's got the potential to be very good. Saoirse Ronan plays Mary Stewart and Margot Robbie plays Queen Elizabeth, which could be very fun. Two yep. very talented actresses. Basically, it's Mary Stewart's attempt to overthrow her cousin Elizabeth I, Queen of England, finds her, condem- finds her condemned to years of imprisonment before facing ex- execution. Like, it's a vile time in, in history, and just, like, the the whole Mary Queen of Scots, Elizabeth thing is just, it's just so unfortunate how it went down, and I'm just intrigued to see how they do this. Yeah. Plus, it's directed by Josie Rourke. I was just going to say. Like, that's that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, for, for those who aren't familiar with Josie Roke, she's the AD of the Donmore Warehouse, and she does a lot of work with the National Theatre in the UK, mm-hmm. which means, like, the, the filmed versions of National Theatre Live of both St. Joan and the Dangerous Liaisons are her work. Yeah. So... She's, like, she's won Olivier Awards, which are the, like, the Tonys of Britain. She's, she's pretty great so i'm i'm yeah. super pumped to see this movie because i think she's gonna get amazing performances out of both margot robbie and saoirse ronan and yep. i just think it's gonna be a very very good movie also i didn't realize that margot margot robbie is only born in 1990 i thought she was like closer to my age but apparently i was nope. wrong nope. so awesome um but yeah i think they're both gonna be very good i think i think production wise this is this is going to be a very beautiful film, and I think it's going to be 
uh, very, very well done. It comes out, it expected to come out November 2nd. So this is one of those ones that's kind of at the beginning of that Oscar hype, so I don't know if they're planning on, you know, if they're expecting it, but it, it gives it a little bit more of a fighting chance because of when it's coming out. I bet you they're going to try. That would be my guess. So if it's coming out at that point, generally the movies that are coming out at that point are, you know, they're pretty pretty heartfelt movies and and movies worth worth checking out so uh, well, Guy Pierce that, that is also in of, it that second of November as well sorry to cut you off no, no, that's is fine. the UK release date as well so this might be one of those situations where it's like in Calgary it's at the little theater for two right. weeks yeah. like at, at the Globe or at your local plaza or whatever yeah like I feel like this one is gonna be kind of an award mm-hmm. attempt that would be my guess, just based on who's directing it and who's in it and, and the, the nature of... I mean, it's a historical drama. Historical yep. dramas tend to be at least considered for Oscars because they're generally very well done and just have a lot of that extra edge and tooth. And they pick fairly engaging historical parts where you have to see those actors really run the, the gamut of emotion. And, like, it's yeah. just... I think it's going to be very good. I'm very excited for this movie. Me as well. All right, so that was um, Mary, Queen of Scots, and it comes out expected November 2nd. So here's hoping. Yeah. So we're on to my number three, we correct? Are. That's what all this numbering is meant? Yes. Cool. My number three is Avengers Infinity War, which is coming out on the 4th of May. Okay. As for who's in it, everybody. Everybody yeah. is in it, Dave. <laughs> Anyone who has been in a Marvel movie so far is in this movie because it's Infinity War. There will yeah. be shots that have like 40 superheroes in it. That's because crazy to me. But that's what Infinity War is. It's the battle of Thanos over the Infinity Gauntlet. That's not right. even a spoiler. That's Yeah, no, I, like, I know. You'll see like, that in I, trailers and stuff. So Even I know what it is, and I am fairly obtuse when it comes to the, the Marvel movies, but like I'm aware that it is kind of a... This is this is what what Marvel has been building towards since basically Iron Man. Pretty much, yep. Yeah. Getting to here. So everybody's in it. It's the Russo brothers directing. So, yeah, I don't know what else to really say about it. The trailers are everywhere. Everyone has a probably a pretty good idea and it's the next Avengers movie. It looks really cool. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm pretty pumped for it in the sense that I I like the idea that it's all kind of coming to a head and like I don't want to ask too many ignorant questions but like does it can it go anywhere after this I guess yep I, yeah I don't know I mean like it just seems like well this is the first infinity war there will be two of them oh okay and then after that they will that's up to them next phase different superheroes recast some of them because the contracts on a bunch of them are going to end right so okay might, which... or maybe they'll go like a different route where they start doing little one-offs or like graphic novel style stories right. who knows but and this comes out in may as well yes may 4th god so because disney owns marvel and star wars right yes so basically disney is pumping out star wars and infinity wars which could for all intents and purposes, be two of the biggest movies from a from a financial standpoint of the entire year. Probably will be t- the two biggest, yeah. yeah. Both in the same month. Like, they're kind of competing with themselves, but at the same time, it's like, well, 
if people go see Star Wars and instead of the Infinity Wars or vice versa, we're still making a crap ton of money because we're competing with ourselves. So money's being made regardless. Or nerds go and see both. Yeah. So I probably will. Right. Like. I mean, I'll go see Star Wars. I probably won't see Infinity Wars because I won't have caught up. Um, <laughs> one of my students told me on, I think it was last week. They're like, yeah, apparently if you if you watch one Marvel movie a week, starting like two weeks ago, so I'm already late. But it's like if you watch one Marvel movie a week, it you will be caught up just in time for Infinity Wars. Is like, there's no way that's happening for me. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, I. If I don't see Infinity Wars immediately, I'm okay with that. I would like to see the rest before, but I just that's a hell of an undertaking. So, well, and some of them you can skip. Like I don't think you need to see Iron Man two. I've already seen you Iron don't. Man two, so I don't need to see that one, right? Like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, you already wasted your time once, so don't do it again. <laughs> not a not a big Iron Man two fan. It's probably one of the worst Marvel movies, if not the worst. So yeah. Okay. Well, if that's the case, because I, I didn't mind Iron Man 2. That's the one with... Um, Mickey Rourke. Mickey Rourke, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think... How many Iron Mans are there? Three official Three. Iron Man movies? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So I've seen every Iron Man movie. Like, as far as Marvel goes, Iron Man's the ones I've seen the most. And it's not that I like Iron Man more than others. It's just they have been more accessible to me than other ones. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. And I like them. So, I mean, like, if, if Iron Man 2 is considered one of the, the worst Marvel movies, I'm like, okay, well, I really should start watching the rest of them because they look pretty decent. Yeah. So. And, like, that, and that said, Iron Man 2 is not an awful movie. Yeah. So, meh? Yeah. <laughs> Tells you what I've the quality seen, of the rest of them is. Yeah. Because I've also seen... Captain America and Winter Soldier, and I've seen most of Ant-Man. Like, I've seen a decent amount of them. It's just I haven't seen every one, and I know there's a shit ton of them, so... Well, and you've seen Guardians. Both, yes. Yeah, exactly. So, So, like, basically what you're missing is Avengers... Avengers 2. Yeah. You get a lot of Thor in the Avengers. Okay, Thor, you should see... Yeah. But at the same time, if the only ones you're missing by the time Infinity War comes around is Thor and Thor Dark World, you're probably fine. Okay, cool. And Ragnarok, right? And Ragnarok, yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, that's good to so, know. Okay. Anyway, that, that's my number three, Avengers Great. Infinity War, May 4th. Cool. My number three is Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, uh, yeah. Also on my short list. Was it? Yeah, I'm also not 100% sure it's coming out this year, which is why I left it off the bottom. Oh, okay, Because yeah. there's been some rumbling that with all of the, they've had a few production difficulties, that it might get pushed. Okay. So. It is expected December 25th, 2018. So it is like, yeah. it is pushing whether or not it's going to come out. So. Yes. Who knows? Maybe a year from now, it's on my list again. Um, it could be. But and then it would definitely right now, be on mine. Yeah. As of right now, it is technically scheduled to come out this year. I love Queen. Me too. Um, like, Freddie Mercury is one of my all-time favorite lead singers. The guy had yep. a phenomenal voice. He yep. was a hell of a showman. He was a hell of a songwriter. And just the stories of him are, are tremendous. So when I saw that there was a biopic coming out about... Well, Queen in particular, not just Freddie Mercury, but Queen. Right. I was like, okay, yeah, this sounds pretty great. Um, Rami Malek plays Freddie Mercury, and I think he's going to do a phenomenal job. Like, he just looks the part. Um, 
Aiden Gillen, Mike Myers are in it. Um, and then after that, there's not a lot of people I know. It's a lot of, like, probably British actors that I'm unfamiliar with who probably do fairly well for themselves in the UK. But there's just not a lot of others that I know. But it's a, right. it's a biopic on Queen, uh, a chronicle of the years leading up to Queen's legendary appearance at the Live Aid concert in 1985. So, Which is such a great concert. Yeah. Oh, that's such a good concert. Right? The concert's amazing. The band was phenomenal. And then I expect, and I don't know, but maybe we see kind of the demise of Freddie Mercury. I don't know what, what is all... Because it's not a Freddie Mercury biopic, it's a Queen biopic, so who knows? Maybe we, we leave that part out, but which wouldn't necessarily devastate me because... If the climax is that Live Aid show, and that's like it ends with the, that silhouette on stage... Yeah. Perfect. That's, that's good. Pretty, everybody knows what happened to Queen and why they no longer exist. Everybody is aware of that. We don't need to, to, to get all devastated because Freddie Mercury died of AIDS. We don't, that's not what we're watching. We're watching Queen, and I'm I am pumped to see a biopic on them. So I think it's going to yeah. be very very good. Um, I'm excited to see Rami Malek play Freddie Mercury. I think he's going to do a great job. So, um, like I but- said, if this if I was sure this was coming out this year, it would have been on my list definitely and yeah. probably pretty high it's just like i said when as i've heard some rumblings that it might get pushed i was just like mm, i've got enough movies that i can fill out the rest and i feel like dave might talk about it anyway so yeah cool <laughs> yeah so yeah it's bohemian rhapsody expected christmas day but time will tell here's hoping mm-hmm. right here's hoping my number two is expected February 16th. Okay. Y'all have been seeing trailers for it like crazy already because it's Black Panther. My second favorite Marvel superhero is getting a movie. So of course it's on my list. Yeah, which makes perfect sense. It's basically about Chala after the death of his dad returning home to Wakanda to take his rightful place as the king. Sure. There's spoilers to Civil War, kind of, in parts of the description that I'm skipping. And also, if you don't know a lot about Black Panther, I can't really describe it better than that without probably spoiling stuff. So, Black Panther. Great. Um, Chadwick Boseman's awesome. Yes, he is. I love that actor. Like, I think he does, like, everything I've seen him, I'm like, hell yeah, this guy's great. And Michael B. Jordan is in it as well. Nice. Okay. Uh, Lupita Nyong'o. Martin Freeman, Daniel Caliula, which I can never say his name, but I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying, Daniel. Every time I'll get there. Yeah. Andy Circus. Nice. Uh, yeah, which it's is just, it, a crossover from uh, Age of Ultron, Forrest okay. Whitaker, Angela Bassett, Sterling K. Brown. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I am very, very excited for Black Panther. Cool. Yeah, it looks really fun. I don't know a lot about Black Panther, but I mean. It's still, like, the previews I've seen, I'm like, yeah, but I know that I can't see that one until I've seen other movies, so... I don't you know. know, it's kind of, a like, an origin story for... As he's taking the mantle of Black Panther. Okay, fair right? enough. Like, he's in some of the other ones, but I think it might spoil some side plot stuff from Age of Ultron, but okay. not really. Okay. Good to but, know. But, again, for me, like, Christopher Priest's... 2000 Marvel Knights run of Black Panther is the comic that got me into Marvel. Oh, okay. So, 
yeah, like, of course I'm, I'm in. Yeah. And I know a lot of the Black Panther mythology because I read all the Black Panther series. So right. I am very excited for Black Panther. And it is expected, my number two, on the 16th of February. Cool. All right. My number two is a comic book movie. Ha <laughs> ha. And it is expected also in May. And it is also a Marvel movie. Like, they're yeah, just. We'll... I mean, it's. Go ahead. We'll see if Fox is willing to put it out against Infinity War and Star Wars. Right? But now Marvel owns it. Yeah. Because they bought 21st Century Fox. They did. So maybe they'll push it a little bit just to let it breathe? Yeah. Because it's still Marvel, but it's, yeah, it's it's Fox. So for those of you who are unfamiliar with what we're talking about, it's the Deadpool sequel. As of right now, it's just on IMDb, it's untitled Dead, Deadpool sequel. Yeah, Deadpool 2, basically. Yeah, that's kind of what yeah. I, that's what I have on my list, is just Deadpool 2. It's... Yeah, me too. It was my number six, by the way. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's the follow-up to Deadpool. Um, Ryan Reynolds playing Deadpool and Marina Baccarin as Vanessa. It's got Josh Brolin and uh, TJ Miller's back in it. Like... Do you have any idea who Cable is? No. Because that's who Josh Brolin is playing. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I assume he's playing the bad guy then? Uh... Yep, fair enough. No? Okay, yep. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I don't know which story they're going with, but I've read a lot of Deadpool and Cable, and I don't know what to tell you anything, but Cable is an X-Men from the future. That's all I'll say. Oh, okay. Interesting. Cool. Um... So, this one actually has a decent plot line. Um, After surviving a near-fatal kneeboarding accident, a disfigured guidance counselor struggles to fulfill his dream of becoming Poughkeepsie's most celebrated French bulldog breeder while also learning to cope with an open relationship. Searching to regain his passion for life as well as a new stuffed unicorn, Wade must battle ninjas, tight-ass metal men, and babysit a group stereotypical side characters as he journeys around the world to discover the importance of family friendship and creative outlets for his very open-minded sex life. He manages to find a new lust for being a do-gooder, a sparkly Hello Kitty backpack, all while earning the coveted coffee mug title of world's best fourth wall breaking superhero, which pretty much sums up a Deadwood description. Cause it's like, that doesn't sound Deadpool. at all accurate. Deadpool. You said What'd Deadwood. It's not Deadwood. It's right. Deadpool. Sorry. Deadpool. It sounds like that'd be the <laughs> that'd be the that'd be the best episode. Deadwood movie ever. Totally. But yeah, like some of that sounds pretty accurate. Some of them just like I, I don't think that's the case. But apparently, it was written by 20th Century Fox, so it's a nice little way of throwing you off the scent. But it also seems very fitting in in relation to Deadpool. Like yeah, just it does. Being cheeky and just like we're not telling you anything, just come see the movie because you're going to enjoy it. Yep, exactly. So I feel like it's going to be funny. It's going to be violent. It's going to be crass. It's going to be profane. Everything that the first one was. I, I I expect very good things from Deadpool. Oh fuck that first trailer where he's Bob Ross. Oh my god, it's so good. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. And then the music kicks in and it just gets all action. No, that it's a great trailer. Yeah. And yeah, I'm with you. I expect it to be another Deadpool. Yeah, so exactly. I'm in. I want yeah. more Deadpool. Totally. So. Like I like I said, I don't watch a lot of comic book movies. I went to this one with a couple friends and loved it and just went, yeah. okay, 
this is something I can get behind. So I, I am all in for Deadpool. Cool. Yeah. Hey, Sean, what's your number one? Hey, Dave, you forgot to end Deadpool. Oh, oh sorry. May 18th. <laughs> as of now, it's scheduled for May 18th. But again, as we said, Fox Marvel may just push it so it's not competing directly with Star Wars and Infinity Wars. Yeah, I've, I feel like they might. Also, e- even if it was just still Fox, that would be insane to totally. go up against Infinity War and Solo. Yeah. Oof. No, that seems that seems crazy. Oh my god, Dave Aquaman's supposed to come out this year. <laughs> How pumped are you for Aquaman? I am so excited. <laughs> You've been talking about this for years. Yep. Favorite superhero, period. Yeah. It's directed by James Wan, who made The Conjuring and the only Fast and the Furious movie I've ever actually half watched. It was on the movie network and I was like, eh, it's James Wan. Hey, okay. this is okay. He's awesome. He made Saw. He's he's such an interesting director because he just makes shit. And he makes the stuff he wants to, and then that's what he does. Right. And he's making the Aquaman movie, which is supposed to come out the 21st of December, which would be amazing. Yeah. It's about Aquaman. So it's about Arthur Curry learning that he is the heir to Atlantis, and he must step forward to lead his people and to be the hero. There sure. have been very few leaks about it. I'm hoping that Justice League and Justice League's troubles don't fuck this over. Right. But I don't think I don't think that Zack Snyder has anything to do with it. <laughs> Which uh-huh. also like I'm looking at the writing credits and there is no Zack Snyder on it. It's just it's Jeff Johns and James Wan did the story. And the screenplay is by Will Beale. Jeff Johns is one of the created heads of DC, and Jeff Johns wrote the Aquaman New 52 comic, which was fantastic. That's the one that you saw when I'm like, dude, read the first six pages of this. Oh, yeah. That's who wrote this Aquaman, is him and James Wan. They did the story. Cool. And then Will Beale okay. did the, the screenplay. Uh, and Will Beale uh, wrote Training Day, like some of the episodes for the series version. Okay. Uh, he did Gangster Squad. Do you remember Gangster Squad? Yeah. Came out in I 2013. Love, I love Gangster Squad. Yeah. So that like that's who's writing it. Okay. So every, everything is in place, and we have Aqua Bro, because Jason Momoa and that like weird kind of surfer drunk dude that they decided to make Aquaman is fantastic. It's going to introduce Mira. That won't mean anything to you, but it means a lot to me. Nicole okay. Kidman's in it as Queen Atlanta. Right. It's got Dolph Lundgren, Willem Dafoe, Amber Heard. Amber Heard's Mira, obviously. Dolph Lundgren, I'm amazed, is going to be in it. They are doing Black Manta. It seems like they'll do Ocean Master. Q-Ball seems like he's going to be in it. Again, I'm just talking over Dave's head at this moment, but I don't even care, Aquaman. You are, like, we've been talking about this since basically dawn of justice like that all kind of started because you're like there's going to be a justice league which means that there's going to be an aquaman movie like you've been you've been talking about aquaman for two or three years now you are so excited about this so i am i am giving you this because there is more known about it now than there ever has been yeah and it's just i hope they pull it off and it (laughs) seems like they have the team to do it 
and it's not Zack Snyder. Yeah. And I love Zack Snyder visually as a director. He's an, a fascinating visual director, and 300 is a cool, fun time, mm-hmm. but he cannot tell a story to save his life. Right. And I don't want him touching Aquaman, and the fact that he's not, from as far as I can tell, makes me more excited for it. Besides, it's Aquaman. Even if it's terrible, I'm going to be there first day. Oh, for <laughs> like, sure. And, it, I mean, Jason Momoa looks like an awesome Aquaman. Like, doesn't he? he? He gives Aquaman... I don't want to say credibility, because I don't think Aquaman needs credibility, but he, he makes Aquaman look badass. This is an, a, This is an idea for Aquaman that makes so much sense to me. Yes, make him a Polynesian-looking dude. That is an awesome background for Aquaman. He should be Polynesian. He shouldn't be another blonde guy, but I get it. He was invented in the 50s or 60s or whatever, so okay. Right. They're doing their thing, and it's 50s society, bleh. But now, why not have this ripped Polynesian dude? Polynesian-looking dude. I can't remember where he's from. No, he's Hawaiian. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, Polynesian. So, why not? Why not yeah. make Aquaman this dope kind of bro? Yeah, make him fun, and then make and then take that arc, take him from where he is in Justice League to where he has to become the king of Atlantis. Mm-hmm. Fine. Yeah. No, that makes sense to me. I mean, I I, I don't know if I'll go see it first day, but I even been, even am kind of. God damn it. I am even kind of excited about it just because of how excited you are. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm pumped to go see it. I think it'll be fun. If you're around and yeah. that like, cause it's December 21st, maybe mm-hmm. you go with me. Yeah. Cause totally. would there be a better person to go with? Oh, than 100% me? no. So yeah. Anyway, the, to the surprise of no one who has ever listened to us talk before, my number one most anticipated film of 2018 is Aquaman, expected in the Christmas season of 2018. All right. My number one, and somewhere up higher on Sean's list. Four. Four is Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, expected Yay. June 22nd. Uh, Jurassic World, the first one was amazing. It was so fun. It gave me all the feels. That was your number one, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, I believe it was. In the yeah. in our year in review, the year that came out, I, I think that was, was your yeah. number one. Yeah, because I loved it. It was fun. It gave me all the feels. It reminded me of the originals, it, especially the original. Seeing it in the theater and having that like surround sound Tyrannosaurus Rex scream was amazing. Right. Um, it's a. I, I've seen the trailer for this. It looks amazing. I mean, it's got Bryce Dallas Howard and Chris Pratt. But most importantly. The Goldblum is back as Ian Malcolm. He's third credit, which yeah. makes me happy. I hope it means that he has a bigger part than I think he's going to. But uh, I expect that he's going to be just at the beginning talking about the life finding a way. Yeah, but I don't even care. I'm just happy that Ian Malcolm is back. It's going to be awesome. B. Wong is back. Ted Levine's in it. Toby Jones. James Cromwell is in it. Like James Cromwell, man, that's awesome. Rafe Small. Yeah. The cast is great. When the island's dormant volcano begins roaring to life, Owen and Claire mount a campaign to rescue the remaining dinosaurs from this extinction-level event. So basically, it's like, oh, there's dinosaurs on this island. We need to save these dinosaurs. And it's like, but they're dinosaurs, and they've already been extinct once. So that's basically what I think Jeff Goldblum is trying to convince them not to do. But at the same time, I don't really care. It sounds awesome. Yeah, it really does. And it looks great. And so I can't wait for this movie. 
it's another Jurassic Park movie. So, yeah. Hell yeah, let's do this. Plus, I kind of have uh, a crush on Bryce Dallas Howard, so. New director as well. Okay. It, it is not Colin Trevorrow again. It is uh, J.A. Bayona. Okay. I believe Colin Trevorrow had some, like, he's kind of working the script still, though. Like, I feel like Colin Trevorrow still has his fingerprints in the Jurassic World universe, but oh, he's okay. just, like, the writer, as opposed to writing and directing it like he did with World. Right. Okay. Uh, Jay Biona, I don't know if you know him. Uh, he's a Spanish director, so a lot of his work is Spanish, but he does mostly horror. Um, he did a okay. few episodes of Penny Dreadful. The horror movie you maybe have seen is The Orphanage? No, I haven't seen that one. It's like a decade old. It's, okay. It's pretty good. Cool. It's quite good. Uh, he also did a Monster Calls. Do you remember the trailers for that? It came out a couple of years ago. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, okay. The, about the tree monster where the boy's trying to cope with the death of his mom. And yeah. there's like a monster side. That's him. Okay. So. Cool. That's who's taking over Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. But yeah, nice. I basically echo all the same stuff that you said. Yeah. It's, I'm expecting it to be a fun time. I really enjoyed the first Jurassic World. I have seen it probably six times at this yeah. point. Anytime every it's time on, it's it is, one of those. It's one of those ones where anytime it's on the movie network, I'm like, well, I know what I'm doing for the next two hours. Yep, exactly. Yeah. So, cool. Well, that's the movie preview. I guess that's it. You, Mister and Miss Internet, are the lifeblood of our podcast, and we just want to answer your questions or just have a good old chat. Do you want to talk to us on Twitter? I can be found at David Ron. That's Ron with two N's. Sean is at Sean Cord. That's Sean with a U. And we are at Guys from Podcast. You can email us at guysfrompodcast at gmail.com, Facebook us at the guys from, or, here's a thought, send us real mail. I'm so sick of junk mail and bills. If you hand-wrote me a letter or a postcard and sent it to me, I'd love it and would appreciate the gesture, so I'd want to respond to your question fairly quickly. And I don't want to speak for Sean here, but I'm going to. He'd appreciate some real mail, too. Uh, all right. Are you going to give out your mailing address? People can tweet me for that. Hey, that's a good barrier to entry. Right. <laughs> uh, if you enjoy the guys for podcast, tell anyone you can, any way you can. And the best thing you can do to help us grow this podcast is to leave a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. Also, if anywhere else has ratings and reviews, leave them there too. Couldn't hurt. We're also available pretty much everywhere podcasts are found, including Stitcher, Pocket Casts, Podbean, the Blueberry app, you name it. We're probably there. If we're not, let me know. I will fix it. Hey, Dave, is there anything you wanted to plug? Uh, something that just came up on my IMDb that I was not aware of but sounds pretty cool is called Don't Worry, He Won't Get Far on Foot. It's expected May 11th. Um, this is just kind of an afterthought to our preview. Uh, it's got Joaquin Phoenix, Jonah Hill, Rooney Mara, uh, Jack Black, uh, Udo Kier, and Carrie Brownstein, and a bunch of other people. It's about John Callahan, who became paralyzed after a car accident at age 21 and turned to drawing as a form of therapy. It's directed by Gus Van Zandt, who is great. Ooh. Uh, yeah, I didn't even know about it, but saw that just as I was kind of going through my IMDb and went, you know what, that seems like a good plug for a movie preview list. So that's going to be my plug. Check that one out in May. It's called Don't Worry, He Won't Get Far on Foot. Sean? 
On our website, www.theguysfrom.com, aside from hosting this Mostly Stuff About the Future podcast, we also write articles on things like music, that's indie music, every weekday, throwback tracks on Thursday, movies, games. Our new contributor just recently started and put up his first article on Dungeons & Dragons just this past week, so be sure to check that out as well. Cool. And where can they find all that again? www.theguysfrom.com. Oh, yeah. For more horror movies as we find out about them, and then I will talk about them there, check out The Dark Half on Instagram. And also, following Dave's example, somebody, (laughs) while we were literally prepping our lists, sent me a trailer for Psychokinesis, a Korean movie that is coming out this year from the director of Train to Busan, where he is making an original superhero story in an action comedy about a guy who has superpowers and has to save his daughter for some reason. I haven't watched the trailer yet because I think it's in Korean, and like I said, I just got it. But I'm going to give that a shout out anyway because Korean movies, they're great. There you go. Special thanks to The Sweets for our wonderful opening music. You can check out their website at www.wearethesweets.com. And as usual, special thanks to Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com for our takeout music. That is called Fearless First, and today's ad music was called Garden Music. That's a lot of music in one music sentence. (laughs) I think that catches you off guard every time time. I talk about something that uses garden music as our thing, I think. I think so, yeah. Uh, Anyway, (laughs) this has been episode 202 of the Guys From Podcast. Yep. Thanks for listening. Once again, I'm Sean. And I'm Dave. Have a great week, everybody. The Guys From Podcast is brought to you in part by nothing. Nothing but me enjoying the act of trying to throw Dave off by saying something after the numbers. It's really fun. And it works like 50% of the time. It works every time. Yep, exactly. Also, uh, we never mentioned it, but just a, a quick aside, because it didn't apply to how excited and fun everything else was, but uh, rest in peace, Dolores O'Riordan, because yeah. that came out of nowhere and hurt a lot. A lot. Yeah. There's definitely a, a Cranberry song on throwback tracks, because, well, that one sucks. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. <laughs>